Hello everyone, welcome along to another episode of Hungry Media, which is a podcast that, look, it's, it's basically got two goals. I guess the first goal is to inform and educate you on how you can promote your business, your product, your services, yourself, your brand, whatever it might be, through the media for free. And also I make observations about how the media handles stories. And the reason I do that, and by the way, you may not agree with those observations, but the reason I do that is so that you get a bit more of a feel and an understanding as to why the media does certain things and understand how the media works and what the media wants. And most importantly, what that will do is that will give you the opportunity to give the media what it wants, which fundamentally is the premise to this particular podcast, which is entitled The Secret to Doing Your Own Publicity Through the Media for Free. So effectively, you're being your, excuse me, you're being your own PR agency. So if you can do this, then you don't need to hire a PR firm or a public relations firm. And and you may be happy doing that. Uh, I'm not judging PR firms. There are some very good PR firms around. Like anything, there are some poor ones as well. And that may be working for you and you may be happy paying that monthly uh, retainer, uh, whatever it might be, $500, $1,000. And you may be happy getting one story a month from that PR firm. Now, what I'm, what I'm not saying is I'm not suggesting here that you can get 10 stories a, week, a month or 20 stories a month or five stories a month. I don't know how many stories you can get. But one thing I do know is that you can do your own PR internally yourself and it won't cost you anything. It won't cost you, uh, it won't cost you anything in terms of finance um, because you can do it Um, without hiring extra staff. The only thing it'll cost you is a little time. And what you can do, of course, is you can delegate the role and, and, and the execution that I'm about to explain to someone within your business. You can teach them how to do it. Now, they may be doing something else. They may have another role. I understand that. But you can literally do your own publicity and you can literally promote your own story through the media by by doing one hour's work, perhaps even less each day that you want to put out that media release or that you want to promote through the media. It doesn't take a lot of time, particularly once you get the hang of it. And it doesn't take long to get the hang of it either. So let me, let me just contextualise all of this. As I say, a lot of businesses and companies use PR firms. All cool, that's fine. A lot of those businesses and companies are happy with what they're getting in return, a lot of them aren't. I guess I'm really aiming this podcast at those who either are not utilising a public relations firm or are using a public relations firm and are not happy with the return. So this is this is how it works. This is how, how um, you can get yourself in the media for free without using a public relations firm. The number one thing, the number one secret that is the underlying um, uh, strategy to to all of this is understanding how the media works, what the media wants, and how you can give the media what it wants. Now, within this podcast, I'm not going to go through how to write a media release or how to prepare for an interview um, or any of that stuff. I'm going to give you the basics, and this is a this will be a uh, it'll be a good platform for you um, to 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 start and execute and see how you go, and see how you go, and then you can make that call after that. So I make the point that you need to understand 
how the media works. And this is so, so important. And the first thing I'd say is that the media is not a monster. Of course, the media can do things that perhaps ethically, um, you know, we might think uh, are a little edgy. And there are a, a lot of things the media does that uh, I don't personally agree with. And I, I was involved with the media for 40 odd years. I worked in newsrooms around Australia for 40 years. So I understand intimately um, how the media works and what they want. I understand that. It, it's, it's in my DNA. But please understand that the media is not a monster. The media is a wonderful platform for you to use to gain publicity for your business through the media. So the first thing you need to understand is you you need to have a different view about the media. You need to see the media as your friend, uh, as your conduit to promoting your products, your services, your brand, your products. I mentioned your products, your 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 thoughts uh, as as a, as a business owner about a particular issue. You need to understand that if you want to get all of those things out to the media, you've got to start trusting the media and understand that the media is your friend. The media doesn't look at your business and say, or you and say, we don't like you, unless you've done something uh, that um, they don't appreciate, unless you've done something bad toward the media. They don't do that. They're not worried about that. The media fundamentally uh, is uh, is there to, uh, particularly newsrooms, is there to generate content for their radio shows or their TV news services or if it's print for their newspapers. So you need to first and foremost develop and work on that view that the media is not a monster and that it can help you. The media is your friend and understand how to utilise the media with the word utilise underlined and in uh, capitals, how to utilise the media to your advantage, to your advantage. So in a very general sense, in a very general sense, the media is like most other businesses. It's there to make money and profit. Um, and it's pretty straightforward. That that's, that's pretty cut and dry. I mean, apart from obviously the ABC, which is government owned, etc. But fundamentally, pretty well all media organisations, all media platforms are there, first and foremost, to make profit. So how do they do that? How do they make profit? Well, let's take, let, let's be very specific here. Let's take Channel 10 in Adelaide as an example, and let's drill down even more, and let's talk specifically about their news service, which goes to air from 5 till 6.30. I think it's 5 till 6.30, or is it 4.30 till 6? Anyway, I think it's 5 till 6.30. They've expanded it to an hour and a half. So fundamentally, within that hour and a half, they provide content, during their news service and of course they broadcast commercials or ads which people pay for which is fine that's another topic that i'd like to talk about the whys and wherefores of that but uh, nonetheless that's generally how it works and of course they make money through those commercials the higher the rating the more they can charge for their commercials you get it you understand so the higher the rating the more money they can charge for those people who want to advertise during that particular program. And in this case, we're talking about a news service. So how do they how do they increase their ratings? Well, what they do is they provide content and information that is, that is tailored to their audience. In other words, they provide content that they hope will be watched a lot. And again, I'm dumbing this down as best I possibly can. So for example, for example, 
in any in any news service, whether they run a news service for an hour or an hour and a half, they'll be running a series of stories. Now, a lot of those stories I call default stories. They're stories that 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 basically write themselves and they need to run them. It might be something that Trump has said. It might be something about the coronavirus. Certainly, as I speak, that is a, a very, very big topic, obviously. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's a topic, it's an issue, uh, it's a virus that the world is grappling with, the entire globe. Um, so they would run those stories Anyway, those, those, those stories would be run uh, by default. There will be other stories that they will run that they would like to... Um, by the way, I'm at a park and there's a puppy dog that's just trying to... I've got some food for my beautiful dog, Jack, and this puppy dog's just come over whom I don't know, but he is beautiful. He's a beautiful Labrador. <laughs> and he's, he's trying to eat some of the food that I've got for my, for my dog, so I apologise for that. Um, so fundamentally, you have... You have the default content, and the default content will run maybe 20, 30, 40, 50% as part of that TV news service. And in this case, we're talking Channel 10, we're talking an hour and a half. Then there'll be other content or other spaces within their news service that that they need to fill. They'll need to fill those. Now, they may not have those stories early in the morning. Let's say, again, we're talking about uh, Channel 10 News. They may not have that content at that point. They may not even know what sort of content they are going to place in those spots that are still available. And this is where, this is where the advantage lies for you. Because those spaces are screaming out, they are screaming out for someone to put their hand up and say, I have a story, I'm about to let this TV news service know about it, I'm about to let uh, the uh, the chief of staff in the newsroom, that's how it works, they're generally the, the first person that finds out or hears about these stories through media releases and phone calls, and I have a story that I want to get on Channel 10 tonight. So that 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 fundamentally is, 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 is how that works. And when the chief of staff and the news director um, and uh, the producer all have a meeting in the morning. They talk about the content that they already have, which is the coronavirus, which is what uh, Trump has said, which is a government announcement, which is a terrible car crash overnight. That, as I say, is default. So they talk about that. They agree that they're going to run that, that uh, all those stories. They all then look around uh, in the meeting at each other and say, okay, what else is around? What else can we fill this bulletin with? Okay, so that's generally what happens within those meetings. And this is a golden opportunity, a golden opportunity for you to fill those spaces. So let me turn my attention now to the reporter. The reporter's role is to get those stories. The reporter's role in life, their goal in life, their very existence um, centres on getting the next story. Some of those stories are fantastic, others are okay, but that's what they want. That's, 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 their, that's in their DNA and that's, that's their job. So they're a major part of this process, of course, obviously, because they're the ones that go out and do the interviews and then come back and then the editor cuts the story, they do a voiceover, the story goes to air. I'm talking about TV in this instance. Again, this is a golden opportunity for you to get your story in the media. So let's just go back. So in a very general sense, I've, I've explained to you how the media works. 
what the media wants, let's reiterate on that, they want content for their show. We're talking about Channel 10 News here. So they, they want content. So how, how does the media work? What does the media want? And this is the key. How can you give? How can you give the media what it wants? Okay. So to explain that, you need to give the media a story. But it needs to be a story that's newsworthy. It needs to be a story that when you let the media know about it, they go, wow, that's good. Yeah, that, that, that's a story we'd, we'd be interested in running. Now, so therefore, you need to understand what constitutes a news story, what makes a story newsworthy. Now, I'm not going to go into all of that now, but I'll give you a couple of, uh, a couple of ideas about that, again, so that I can, uh, can contextualise this, this overall discussion. So when you ring a, 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 news, uh, a newsroom, and again, we're talking about Channel 10, and you speak to a reporter about a story you've got, or when you send a media release out, which is fundamentally the the best and most effective way, when you send that media release out and the chief of staff gets it on his email or her her email and she reads it, she she or he and the reporter, if it's the reporter that you've rung, will ask you a series of questions. So in the first instance, you'll say, hi, it's so-and-so from so-and-so company business, whatever it might be. I have a story. Uh, I'd love you to run it tonight. And the reporter would say, okay, uh, um, you know, uh, tell me more about this particular story. Now, this is the important part. What you need to understand is you need to understand the answers and give those answers to that reporter. Or indeed, you need to provide those answers about the story in your media release when it arrives at a particular media organisation. And again, we're talking about Channel 10. So let me, let me be even more specific about this so that you understand. And I'll, I'll give you a couple of examples. Let's say for example, actually, this is, this is a true example. Uh, this, is, this, is, this is an actual example. Um, there was a lady, well, it's sort of a, a new, uh, it's sort of accurate, except that she did it through social media. But, I, but I'll explain how she could have done it through, um, through a news release or ringing a reporter. About three weeks ago, a lady who runs a fashion store in Adelaide uh, was obviously, like a lot of businesses, struck down and they couldn't open. They couldn't let people in the store. Now, she has an online business, so she's still selling online products. That's okay. That's a side issue. But what she did was she decided that as a result of not not being able to have people in her shop anymore, she decided to pivot. She decided to change tact and she decided to start making coronavirus masks. So she got the people who were making her fashion label to start making masks and fashionise them, make them look a little bit trendy. Now, as it turned out, two days later, that story was in our local newspaper. It was second or third page. And I interviewed her on my radio station, on my radio show, about that, how it came to be, why she wanted to do it, etc. Now, that in itself is a really good story, a really good story. Now, she got the job done by getting free media publicity as a result of her social media. A journalist picked up on it, seeing it on her social media feed, went back to their newsroom, spoke to their chief of staff or their producer, told them about it, and and they obviously said, yep, sounds like a great idea, let's do a story on it. But what she could have done was she could have sent out a media release, and again, we're talking Channel 10 here, she could have sent out a media release to Channel 10 telling 
Channel 10 what she was doing. Now, if she had have done that in a very general sense and just written three or four paragraphs, it may have worked, but it may not have worked. So there is a there is a um, a particular method of writing a media release, and I'll, I'll I'll explain that in a second, just to give you again a few tips on that. But I'll, I'll I'll do a complete podcast on that because that's important. The point I'm making is she understood she understood that what she was doing was going to be newsworthy. So if she had have sent out a media release to let's say Channel Ten, what she would have had to have done or what she needed to do properly was to come up with a good headline in that media release, then explain what she was doing after that in a couple of pars, then maybe throw in a couple of quotes from her, then put a bit of detail underneath that about her business and then make sure that she had contacts uh, on her um, media release and her um, logo and, and that it all looked, you know, that it all looked fantastic. So she sends that out to the media Channel 10's chief of staff looks at it and reads it and says, wow, this is a good story. So in other words, she understood that that was newsworthy. She understood that that was newsworthy. I'll give you another example. Let's say, for example, you're a plumber. And let's say there's been three or four days of, of, of massive amounts of rain and a lot of people are getting um, flooded in their houses, right? And that story is is getting traction in the media. You can piggyback off the back of that because what you can do, you're an expert, you're a plumber, you've been doing it for 10 years, you understand intimately uh, you know, uh, you know, how things work. What you can do is you can send out a media release to a media organisation with details about the strategies that people who, who have a, a house that is getting flooded or, or even people who live in an area or, or you know, might not be getting flooded, but you can send out a media release with details within that media release as to how not to get flooded, the sorts of things that you need to do around the house to make sure that it doesn't happen to you. That's a good story. That's a good story. It's got, it's got credibility. Uh, it's, got, uh, it's got some gravitas. A lot of people are affected by it. That's a good story. But you need to understand in the first instance that it's a good story and why. Then you need to understand, of course, how to write a media release. Then you need to understand who to send it to. But the point I'm making is that is a good story. And a media organisation will pick up on that. And then, of course, what happens is your story is seen on the Channel 10 News that night. Your name's up in lights. Mark Aston uh, pl- uh, from Aston Plumbing. Uh, you're being interviewed, you're talking in front of camera, talking about how to, um, uh, you know, how to do things around the house to make sure that there's no flooding. It's a good story. Now, the spin-offs for that, the spin-offs for that are enormous. You gain credibility, a lot of people know who you are, it's great promotion for your brand, you're seen as honest, you're seen, provided you prepare for the interview properly and you don't make a fool of yourself on camera. You're seen as credible, you're seen as caring, you're seen as loving, um, uh, you're seen as someone who is an expert, who is an authority. And once you get that media publicity that night, it's, it is it is 10 times, it is 100 times more credible than a paid commercial because of course a paid commercial is, is a commercial that says how good Aston Plumbing is. I mean, that's obvious. But when you're in a news story talking about not about Aston plumbing, but about how to fix something around your house when it's raining, then that is what I call indirect promotion, indirect credibility, and it is priceless. And once you start to understand how the system works 
And once you understand, let's go right back to the start. Once you understand how the media works, what the media wants, and how you can give the media what it wants, you can do this over and over and over and over and over and over again. And it doesn't cost you a cent. It doesn't cost you a cent. All you need to do is understand the process. You just need to understand the process. Now, um, I'll leave you with this. There are, look, there, there are a number of elements that make up or constitute whether or not a story is news or not. Um, and I'll do a separate podcast on that. That's important information for you. You need to know that. I'll do a separate podcast on how to write a media release. I'll go really deep, I'll deep dive, so that you'll have an understanding of how to write a media release. Um, I'll do a separate podcast on how to identify a story within your business that is newsworthy. I'll do a separate podcast on that, so I'll give you that information as well. I'll, I'll do a separate podcast on how to prepare for your media interview when the media ring you and say, hey, Mark Aston, we're interested in this uh, media release you've sent out about how people can stop their um, properties from being flooded. We'd like to speak to you. I'll do a podcast on that. I'll do a, a special podcast on who you should send the media release to, on what you should do afterwards. And it's exciting. It's exciting because fundamentally, this is what PR firms do for you. Now, again, I make the point, I have nothing against uh, PR firms. Uh, there are some good ones, there are some bad ones. Um, there are some uh, PR firms that are expensive and there are PR firms that aren't. But if you are not using a PR firm, then this is for you. If you are using a PR firm that you're not happy with, this is for you. And I'm not suggesting that, 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 that you sever ties with a PR firm immediately. No, no, don't do that. Learn listen to more of my podcasts, understand how this can work for you, do it a couple of times, and I think you'll be surprised at the results. I really do. I think you will be surprised at the results. Look, I've got a whole document on all of this, uh, which is not quite the same as, uh, you know, the um, the, uh, the uh, audio, uh, you know, what am I trying to say? It's not quite the same as the spoken word. It's not quite the same as a video, but it will document all those things that I spoke about earlier. It's got all of that stuff in that ebook. If you go to Media Insider, media, M-E-D-I-A, insider, I-N-S-I-D-E-R.com.au, you can just download the um, document for free. It's, it's, it's as easy as that. Please keep listening to these podcasts. Uh, I... I'm very passionate about this. I know I can help you. Um, I, I know the industry intimately. I, I've been involved in it for 40 years. There's nothing, there's nothing I don't know about what the media wants, how the media works, and how you can utilize the media to your advantage. So keep listening to Hungry Media and you'll get plenty of fantastic free information. Have a wonderful day. I better go and get my puppy dog. Thanks for listening.